WIXX, Megan Trainer made you look. It is Murphy in the morning, Katie and Nick. Thank you all for waking up with us today. Thursday morning is flying by. All right, so what happened that you wanted to uh, discuss? For people your- to give me a hard time about my husband, and yes, I'm going to put my husband on blast right now, but it's all in fun. Um, so we talk every morning on his way into work, touch base, you know, how Brody's day is going. Is he available right now? How Georgie, he's at work. Oh, okay. Um, how Georgie's morning was, mm-hmm. everything like that. And we were talking, Brody wants to go to family night at school, which originally was not an option because he had basketball practice. Basketball practice got moved. So he said, shoot, if we go to that, I don't know what we're going to do for dinner. Because our plan was to grill pork steaks for dinner. And the the timing of this family night would not give us enough time to grill. Unless we had dinner late, like 8 o'clock. His response was, and I said, shoot, I don't know what we're going to do for dinner now. His response was, well, I have salmon. (laughs) (laughs) So... So let's, just one more time. I'll pretend I'm him. Shoot. I, I mean, if we go to family night tonight, I don't know what we're going to do for dinner. Well, I have salmon. For I just want everybody to hear it twice. For, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm allergic to fish. <laughs> so see, he can't give you salmon. Right. And then I said, that's, that's maybe awesome. this, and my response was, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard. And then he doubled down and said, well, Brody can have some. <laughs> Still doesn't really help you. No, no. And he's not going to he'll he didn't share, have a, he didn't he'll have a, share something with There Brody. wasn't like, I have salmon, but you could do. No. Or. No. Okay. So no. essentially you felt like maybe you're, you're on your own. For yeah. Your so like mostly. I don't know what made you feel that way. If you're, if you're the you partner. so dramatic. If you're the partner in the relationship that never has to think about dinner, what's that like? Uh, I don't know. Because either it's A, made for you or yes. B, you just get your own. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. What is that like? I, what like what's that like? I don't know. Like, because I try to play devil's advocate to myself, where I go, you know, he doesn't really have a say in what we have for dinner, and that's got to kind of stink. If he requested something, I would make it, but mm-hmm. he, he, I, ju- I just say, okay, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then he and I go, well, okay, I got to give him a little love on he, that end. But, but does he like pretty much likes everything you make? Anyway, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, he definitely though has an opinion after it's made. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't make the opinion before it's made. Mm -hmm. He'll have the opinion after it's made. Okay. All right. So I'm just, I'm just wondering when you're the, when you're the partner who isn't in charge of dinner and then don't come back at your partner with I shovel snow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Everett is coming tonight. Yeah. Yes. Least yes. you could do is fend for yourself while I hunker down and get ready for this snowstorm. It's true. You want me to do both? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You want or me to give you life-giving sustenance and shovel? Uh-uh. Um, I, I someone saying I would give my firstborn child to have one week without having to think of what's for dinner. I agree with that. I don't <laughs> think that if you're I mean, the I partner give my first, who doesn't do more. dinner, you really don't understand no. the stress. No. There, no, 
You don't. Here's here's one that I believe Nick will appreciate, Murphy. I don't know if you know how big of a debate this is in my home with my husband with Michael. His response is to I cut the grass. Mm-hmm. He doesn't allow me to cut the grass. He doesn't allow you to cut no. the grass because he's very worried about the gutters and if they're put <laughs> up, and he's worried if they're put back down. Oh, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> There have been times where now, could I have chased just... gutters through our neighborhood two days later going, that's right, I forgot to put that back. <laughs> not then, a big deal to me. And then, <laughs> and, and I'll say, I'm sorry that I did 99% of the job to like take the stress off for you. And he'll go, do it right or don't do it at all. That's, that's the response. <laughs> Again, I hope my husband, these are texts we're getting in. I hope my husband is listening to this conversation knowing now it's not just me. <laughs> Um, someone else. It's not only figuring out what's for dinner every night. It's going to the damn grocery store after work, then going Agreed. home and making it. And I, I think there's the stress added, of balance as well. You're yes. looking for balance. You feel overwhelmed. And as irrational as it might seem, you feel overwhelmed in the moment because it is kind of on you. It's on me to make sure my kid's getting calcium and vitamins and vegetables and fruit. And like it sort of yeah. it becomes... When you are overwhelmed, it becomes overwhelming, mm. if that makes sense, mm. where it's not a normal thing every day where you freak out about it, but in the moment, you're like, shoot, I don't have a vegetable. I don't have any fruit. What are we going to yes. have? We're just going to have like a piece of pizza on a plate? We need something else. We need some balance. Who's and then- the- Shoot, drinks. Yes, <laughs> and then too, on the nights that you're like, I'm calling it, you're somehow feel or viewed as lazy because you got takeout. And you're like, oh, you know- no, and I'm not saying by my husband, um, but no. outside individuals I a agree lot with that. are like, oh. And then, then <laughs> the, the littlest things become really exaggerated where you finally do have the meal and you're feeling good about it. It was maybe a little bit stressful, but you have a lot of moving parts and you're all ready to go. And then you look over at the table and there are no plates. There's no napkins. And you're like, shoot, I got to set the table. And then you look over at your kids sitting there yeah. or somebody and you're just like, can somebody just grab a fork for everybody? I love this. Stay strong, Michael. <laughs> so well, someone else texting in and I thought this Solidarity. was Michael. I thought this was Michael. Um, Stay on target. Because this is brought up too. What's worse, um, making dinner or getting the kids up and ready every day? I also think there's a stress to kids getting up and ready every day, but I will say this. There's only one for us. And he's pretty chill. Pretty self-sufficient. And I do yes. think they yeah. can both be true. It's, you're not, it's not one or the other. Yeah. Like you can have a great appreciation for the fact that your spouse or whomever gets the kids out the door and not fully understand that. The same way that a spouse who doesn't do the cooking can't fully understand that. Like you can both not fully get it and both mutually appreciate it. But they can both be true. Yep. Absolutely. Someone else. Katie, I do 100% of the cooking in the family. I plan one month of meals and put it on a fridge calendar for all to see. I don't need the stress each day. Um, I have tried that. My husband doesn't like menus. Because how do we know we're going to feel like pork on a Thursday <laughs> on a Monday? Well, How can um, you tell on a Monday yeah, that that's what you're no, going to want? Your scenario <laughs> is point. is yeah. slightly more challenging with a person with clinical OCD yes. for that. That's that's legitimate because yes. there is a comfort when you just eliminate the option and yes. you just go, here's dinner. That's that's tough, though, mm. in your case. That really is. <laughs> but you, no, you couldn't pay me enough to get both of my kids up, ready, and out to school. Forget it. I don't want any part of that. It is a well, what Katie do Thursday. We've got a baby question we're going to try to handle here. Oh, all right. So hang on for that. Coming up on IXX. Text Murphy anytime. Three. Get back.
Yeah. W.I. Sex is Eddie Sheeran. It is Murphy in the morning. Katie and Nick. And what will Katie do Thursday? Brought to you by the Stone Toad. Menasha here on W.I. Sex. Hey, Katie. How should I surprise my husband with our fourth and final child? Ooh. Oh, We've wow. dealt with fertility issues, so this was <gasps> unexpected. Awesome. But we're very happy. Or I'm very awesome. happy. But he doesn't know yet. Oh, that's awesome. How are you awesome. still keeping this a secret? Well, that's what she wants to surprise. Yeah. She must have just literally found out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Some people are really good at keeping secrets. Awesome. I am not. Yeah. Um, yeah, congratulations. First of all, I don't know. I'm not good at this. Yeah. I told Michael immediately. I he think, wasn't even Yeah, home. I don't know how you do he it. He was out of town when I took the test. Like, I could have easily hid it from him for a couple days. Yeah. I'm trying to think how other people I know did it. How do you think he'll react? Having having gone through fertility issues and struggled, that is, that is very much... That's that's a couple's thing, man. You both go through stuff, and it's a little. It can be unique to each, but you both go through that. Mm-hmm. How how would how do you think he would feel if like surprise it worked? Yeah, I don't know. Because my first instinct would be he's gonna he's gonna lose it in a great way. Like yeah. he's gonna lose it. Like oh my gosh, what an incredible blessing, what an incredible gift from God. This is unfreaking believable. But then. There would be other people would be like, well, we went through the fertility thing. I thought we were good. <laughs> like, like you yeah. just don't know necessarily. Yeah. Everybody will react differently. And it's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. It is the flood of emotions of the moment. How do you think he'll react? I know that's where it almost makes me be like, you, you just tell him. Because, I think, I think you because the problem is, it. is when you want to do a really big surprise, you, your expectations are elevated. And then when your expectations are not met, it just creates a a bad feeling towards something that's so good. Oh, I think you just, yeah. I think you do the... You can say, hey, I talked to Dr. Sweetie. Murphy today. And so uh, so the darndest thing happened. Yeah. I talked to Dr. Murphy today. Who's Dr. Murphy? Well, Murphy in the morning. He predicts the sexes of babies. Well, why on earth would you call him? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So remember how it didn't work? It worked! <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's going to lose it in yeah. a great way. I think that's awesome. That is really, really cool. Yeah, but congratulations. <laughs> Throw some uh, minivan pamphlets out on the uh, tables, shall we say. <laughs> so is it a good time to trade in? <laughs> Your two-door Pontiac Sunfire. I'm wondering right. if maybe we could go to like a I would assume, though, border. if you got three kids, you're already at the minivan. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nothing wrong with the minivan. Minivans are solid. Not great in the snow, but solid. Right. Hang in there with a winter storm ever coming, you minivanners. <laughs> Sucks, dude. You can do it. You're, they do suck. They suck. Is and there... it, it's kind of comforting when you see someone else. It's simultaneously gut wrenching and comforting when you see that other fill in the blank minivan struggling to get out of the school parking lot just like yours does, and you go, oh, "It isn't just mine. They all suck in the snow." <laughs> so, so there is yeah. no such thing as an all wheel drive minivan. I think there probably is, is but there? like in some capacity, in some form. But like the Dodge Grand Caravan or whatever, it's a right. That's your front wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a Jeep, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it is like you just know you get a little bit tense anytime there's precip, and you're in that Dodge Grand Caravan just going, mm-hmm. "Gosh, I love this thing for all these amazing things that this thing does for me." But this one isn't it. We used to have to take it at our old house in Alloway. the The pitch of the driveway was just enough. 
that if it snowed, we couldn't get in the driveway. Oh, gosh. We'd go about four feet up the drive and then... Sure. And you have to keep toggling. It was great. Had a had a, a friend of ours worked at the dealership, and he lived in the neighborhood, and he's like, oh, you know what you have to do? You got to keep toggling that traction control on it. And he would get in the van, and he showed us how to do it. And he'd hit it, and you'd... You know, oh, that's how you do it. But you have to kind of just work the thing. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. But the, they're so great. It's like you can't you can't get out of the relationship. This is so great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a total minivan dad. I love that thing. Oh, somebody saying there are a lot of different ones. Um, somebody saying the van can't be an all-wheel drive because of the uh, the stow in the seat. Correct. Can't, can't that's what the, I was told. That the frame can't be right, all-wheel drive. Right. So. That's what I was told. Yeah. I never knew if that was true or not. But mm. um, there are some. The uh, town and country I've heard is better than the Dodge Grand Caravan. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, you can get the the kind of all-wheel drive ones now, but they're a little sleeker. It's not quite the stow-and-go option that you have with some of the other ones. So, Somebody said my 2020 uh, Chevy Traverse is all, it's kind of minivan-ish. It's ish. Yeah, that's yeah. a great call. It's minivan-ish. an ish. Yeah. You can certainly get a lot of the yeah. upside to the minivan in something that's ish, and then yeah. you can get the all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. That's, I love uh, my Venza. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great call. Perfect. You could totally yeah. go that route. My wife is forever married to the Dodge Grand Caravan that I believe is no longer made. And uh, it's going to kill her when Ruby when Ruby has to go. I don't know what my, she's going to do. My Ooh. only complaint <laughs> oh, about... name for it? Well, it's red, so she calls it Ruby. Oh, okay. My only complaint about the Venza <laughs> is that I can't fit more people in it. And we had that conversation, and I was like, I'm not buying a car based on other people's kids. Like, eventually, is, is what mm-hmm. Michael and I had to... Because that's the only plus I like about the minivan. Somebody we had to have. <laughs> I just read that too. Did, we had to have four snowmobilers push our yes. Dodge Caravan out of a parking yes. space and then tow it uphill out of the parking lot to a lodge in the UP a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Nice. There was somebody last week in the parent pickup and it's stacking up. You got like six cars now. It's turning into seven. It's turning into eight quickly. Mm. And she couldn't get it. Could oh, not so, get it. That's one of my nightmares. I don't know why, but that embarrasses me so much. I know, and I've, everybody knew. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Everybody knew. And just as there's a gentleman parked right next to her watching her struggle, and just as both of us cracked our doors to be like, all right, we're each going to take a bumper on this, and we're just, we got to do something here. And she got it. it. It engaged sideways, where it suddenly spun to the right, and it was like, oh, where is she go? She got it. She got it. <laughs> but your heart just sank. You're sitting there like, oh, dude. Dude, I know. Am I the only one who gets disgustingly embarrassed if I have to be pushed out of the snow? Like, it gives me so anxiety because then it's that weird, like, you can't say thank you because you got to keep going. Like, you can't stop. You right, your yeah, because if you stop, yes. you're stuck again. Yeah, oh, that's a good call. Window, yeah. so and, then, and then it just, <laughs> right. I know, yeah. but then it's like, shoot. And I, maybe it's because as a woman, too, you're not usually the one to help in that situation. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm sitting here. These people have to get out of their cars. I'm stopping traffic. Well, how often is this happening to you? It used to. In, when I- WIXX, that is new from Lincoln Park. It is Murphy in the morning, Kitty and Nick. Thank you for waking up with us today. Thursday in full swing. Find yourself in Canada. You want to give somebody the double bird. Go ahead. Court up there just ruled that that's fine. Somebody actually took somebody to court because they gave them the finger with both hands. (laughs) So these neighbors... Was it real aggressive, though? Neighbors having an argument, right? One guy swore at the other guy, threatened him. 
holding a power tool in a menacing way. In response, the other guy flipped him the double bird. The victim, the guy with the power tool waving, he was appalled. And he filed a criminal <laughs> harassment complaint against the guy who gave him the finger. Yes. Can you believe that? This, I can't, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to sue me? Then I'm suing you. <laughs> a judge has ruled on the case, <laughs> and he was not impressed with the accusation. <laughs> the judge Is that said, really what it yeah, says? Yep. He's not impressed. Not impressed. The judge said giving someone the middle finger is a God-given right that belongs to everyone. <laughs> Very true. He Very added, true. He added, quote, it may not be civil, it may not be polite. It may not be gentleman, gentlemanly. Nevertheless, it does not trigger criminal liability. Oh! And he wished he could literally throw that case out the window. I think we need to advance not impressed as the new pleasant insult. Yes. <laughs> not yeah. impressed. Not I impressed. think should just be its own hashtag now. That is a great line. Yeah. What do you think of this case, Your Honor? Not, not impressed. impressed. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing. I'm yeah. not impressed. Not with impressed. Lawsuit. Nope. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Katie, getting a lot of tests. There's a lot of people more than willing to pull you out of that ditch should you need to. Um, a lot of people love doing that, actually. In Wisconsin, as Rednecks are so proud to help in snow recovery, no need to be embarrassed about that, Katie. It's not a problem. I just hate it. Katie, you're not the only one. I have a small Ford Focus. I don't know if there's a part of me just because I'm not a small girl that it's like, oh, Tubby got stuck in the oh. snow. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe if she weren't so heavy, she wouldn't be stuck in the snow. I don't know if that's a part of me. Well, in the snow, actually, that could be an advantage. And then I, well, because then I think about it like, oh, they're, traction. they're pushing this vehicle. Am I, am I wrong? They're pushing this vehicle and imagine no. if they had to like Same, carry me somewhere. I mean, so sandbags. throw your sandbags in the trunk. It's, it's a spiraling so many different directions. <laughs> Can stream of consciousness? Again, I don't think I'm the only Murphy's one that thinks that way. scientific weight versus mass-based <laughs> yes. analysis of snow. I don't right. think I'm the only one that thinks that way. Like, if I were some tiny, petite little woman, I'd be like, oh, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. But that's not me. And I'm going, oh, gosh. It's already two tons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I would, I'm just telling you, everybody, that's how I feel. No, that's okay. I'm I mean, not that's, saying you're that owning that's it. how I just, right. everybody. I feel badly. Like, right. I'm going, come on. No, don't. Yeah. Which yes. now that it. Now that I said that out loud in that tone, it sounds like I just really want to be like, no, please don't stop. That's We're not getting plus size girl here. Totally agree with you, Katie. I feel the same way, Katie. I feel yeah. the exact same way. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. No one judges unless you're running on bald tires. I don't know if my tires are bald. I don't understand. Oh, I, I don't know I, how to know. Yeah, I can take a look. You want me to take a look? Well, according to the place I got my my um, oil changed at last, um. I'm they confused claimed, by their analysis yes. of your tires because... My tires are less than two years old. They shouldn't be bald. Shouldn't and, be bald. And they claimed no. they could not rotate them because they were legally bald. So then I did the... Was um, the technician bald? I, I can't I, rotate yes. your tires. I'm legally well, bald. Well, there was snow on it too, and I genuinely think they just didn't want to rotate my tires. No. It because is then I did the, the penny it's test. With the, yeah. I did the penny oh, test. Oh, you put Abe in there. Yeah, and it, it passed the penny test. I can't imagine your tires... Are bald. I can't imagine it. Well, because of that, though, I'm terrified to drive. Like, yeah, in weather. I know. It's not. Do you want me to look and then give you all sorts of reassurances? Yes. Okay. Or yes. you could just go into, see our friends, uh, was it 
where'd you, wherever you, was it Colossal where you got your, your car? I mean, you can drive in and have them check your tire. Yeah, but I also say, don't... Yeah. See, this is where anxiety and everything and denial and ignorance is bliss. I also don't want to be told that they are bull. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to know the <laughs> because answer. Because I don't want to spend $800 on tires. Well, you have precious cargo in your vehicle at most times. I know. Your son. I know. Okay? I, see, you're just adding to it. Well, I'm saying, if your tires are bad, you know what? Don't do anything about it. <laughs> just let it go. That's what I would do. Have a good deja vu. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah. to the noise in your wall. I could say, you know what, though? I could say the same thing to you about some things, but I'm just going to be polite and take the high road. Coming up on 845 at WIXX. It's Murphy, Kate. WIXX is Miley Cyrus. Dennis Murphy in the morning, Katie and Nick. Just coming across. Jets, Jets optimistic. You feel they're poised to land the Packers QB. All right. Um, after sending virtually every key member of their organization to California <laughs> to meet with Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets are feeling good about their chances to acquire the four-time NFL MVP in a trade. Now, the uh, caveat to that is the Packers have to agree to the trade. This this isn't Aaron deciding what the compensation is yeah. going to be here, right? Uh, the Packers will decide what the compensation is going to be for Aaron Rodgers. And that's, well, and what I say to them is good for you. Like, yeah. Yeah, right? So we got a little, a little bit of work left to do yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, Aaron might want to go to the Packer, uh, to the Jets, um, but it's got to be, uh, you know, fair fair trade both ways. Mm-hmm. So All right. let's see what happens. Okay. We'll we got to get ourselves out of a little pickle. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. But When do you think we'll have answers by? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it no. seems like, you know. Soon. I would think soon. Yeah. Definitely before Wednesday. 15th, yeah. yeah. So within the next three to four New days. league year. Yeah. Although, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, you could just keep something and work a draft deal, too. Yeah. Could be a draft day deal where you go, okay. Couldn't get it done before the new league year started, so let's... But uh, here's the thing. Jets want answers, right? Oh, no, they, absolutely. They've got to make a decision yep. as well. If this doesn't work out, they've got to, you know... I know. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are... Planning their future on this particular move here. <laughs> sure are. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so texting and say it again without Aaron, we have no one. No, I think you're totally wrong on that. This is this is, I guess, the way I, I look at it. Yeah, totally wrong. Everything can be. Everything can they? It can all be right. Yep. It can be time to move on. It can be time for Jordan Love. We can also be appreciative of 18 years. All these things can be correct. They can all be valid. They can all be all be true. You can love everything that Aaron did and acknowledge that from a business standpoint or whatever standpoint you want to go, this might be a good time. You can love Jordan Love or not like Jordan Love, but still recognize that it might be the time. It can all be true. Yep. You can love Aaron and you can say it's time. All these things can be true. Everybody can be valid in this. Well, this is what I don't understand for the person saying, say it again, without Aaron, we have no one. We didn't make the playoffs last year. So what does it matter if we have Aaron if we don't make the playoffs? So you might as well get some money. It's a valid point. Katie. So that you can. No, it's it's the flawed it, logic of the one player when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. If you said Tom Brady, yeah. he's got some numbers to back some of that up. It's not that Aaron doesn't have the numbers either, but no. it's the flawed, general flawed logic of pro sports. One guy. 
is the teen. Not. But nope. and, and how can you, when you're someone who says, without Aaron, we have no one, are you saying that because that's what you're being told? And if that's what you're being told, who's telling you that? And if there's a certain person that's telling you that, that's a problem with the locker room. Because if the whole team believes it's only one person, that's how is that not a red flag? Yeah. If a coach I, believes it's only one person, red flag. I think yeah. the biggest issue we have with the current debate when it comes to debating fans debating is that we were 8-9 and nine and missed the playoffs last year. Yeah. If we were 13-4, and four, this debate is drastically different. It's a different. Moot point. There's, there's a lot more, mm, I'm not sure, to the, to the kind of debate in, in the minds of, I think, of a lot of fans. I think it's going to be a, a good cleansing of sorts. I do too. I, I think that there's going to be a breath of fresh air from top to bottom. At uh, twelve sixty five, once this is all said and done, and I think and I think team chemistry and leadership in the locker room is so underrated. Yep, it's so, it is so important. It's so. Yep, we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. Yep. It bothers me when it's not valued. Yeah, we'll see well, yeah, what happens. Because if 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 other factors didn't also factor in to whether or not your team was successful, then we would have won the Super Bowl every year with mm-hmm. a four-time MVP and a statistical genius and one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen set foot on a football field. Anybody's ever seen. Yeah. No one's debating that. But if if that guy is the everything, then we win the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, you forget, you have you have certain players in the locker room completely defending the situation and that it's a great environment and that this is the way to win. But when you have new people coming in trying to establish their place in the locker room, they're not going to speak up. They are not going to say a word. So you just have the bullies talking right now, essentially. And so, the way it works, loudest yeah. one yes, in the room. Yes, the loudest one in the room. Stop listening to the loudest one in the room. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. If he goes, it's yeah. going to be fine. Uh-huh. No, we'll be good. We'll be fine. All right, we're coming up on uh, 9 o'clock. We'll turn, we turn our attention to the love. That's right. We got to go. You guys enjoy your Thursday. You heading out tonight, watch some uh, high school basketball. Yes, this All is right. awesome. You want to drive carefully? Go and, get them, ghosts. Uh, yep. We'll you know, you don't want to be doing the uh, old person lunch tonight. If you're, uh, if you're Oneida Street, you want to hit there right at 11 a.m. <laughs> or you're going to want to have dinner at about 3.50 <laughs> yeah. because it's yeah. going to be packed. And it's it's going to be, yeah. and I, I don't say it to dissuade or anything. I yeah. say it to honestly say, do not take it out on the businesses. They're going to be packed and it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So don't get frustrated if your normal 10-minute wait is 30. It's awesome. We'll see you in the morning. All right. Great work going there. It's Murphy. Katie. And-